Welcome to the family on the Tom Bernard Podcast with Hackmaster Ralph W. Basham, MD. Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brandt Bernard. And we are just kicking into high gear, don't you think? Yes, absolutely. Kicking, kicking. In the men high didn't gear. respond at all. Typical. When Kristen, oh, Kristen's on in an hour. Okay. Highest gear. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best your best interest in mind correct well you want to know what your rights are you know whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not that's a choice it's a free consultation and you want to understand what your all your rights are and what coverages you have and plus the fact i hang out with you so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if i'm hanging out with you uh, maybe <laughs> uh, okay ladies and gentlemen michael bryant bradshaw and bryant tommy do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue you mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales, leaders go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. He's on in an hour. That's what it says, 11.30. Is she only going to be on for the last half hour? Doesn't uh, seem right. I doesn't. No. <clears throat> we'll have to track it down. Well, yeah. we got a new schedule, so we'll, we'll, we'll get it all figured Especially out. Especially because Lammers isn't on today. Lamb Mental is not on today, and I don't know why that is. Why is he not on today? He's a big shot and has big shot things to do. Mm -hmm. Big shot. Has to go uh, probably interview somebody more important than us. Yes. (laughs) We're back up. Why is Nick Jagger trending on Twitter? What did he do? Oh, it's his birthday. Oh, so, it's Jagger's birthday? Mm hmm. Light a candle. I didn't know that. 79. He's, He's only, only 79? 79. <laughs> well, I'm not buying that. He, yeah, doesn't look great for 79. <laughs> well, he's well, still touring, so he can't be too horrible. He's not 79. That's what they say. Really? July 26th, 1943. 
God, I suppose. I suppose mm-hmm. you're a war, wartime baby. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, that doesn't help. I never thought he'd live this long. <laughs> they rarely do. <laughs> Truth <clears throat> be told, I did not think any of... I thought of any... Most of the members of the Rolling Stones, how many of them have died? One. One. Two. Two? Two. How many of the Beatles? Uh, three, right? Two. Two. Only two? Oh, is... Um, Ringo still around, I Paul think. and Ringo. Ringo's still alive. Yeah, yeah. He's the oldest Beatle too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) I always thought. I always thought. I always thought the Beatles were going to die because of the you know heavy rock and roll drug scene stuff they were doing. Uh And I always thought the Beatles were going to live longer because they seemed well. They weren't probably any less. Oh yeah, but they did that. They they launched right into the uh, Enlightenment and the Hare Krishna. Not Hare Krishna. I shouldn't isolate that. But they had that Eastern kind of drug Enlightenment kind of thing, and that was Sgt. Pepper was the album that they started that Mm -hmm. with. You know that. You know that. So they they had they had their they had their share of psychedelics and mind altering. uh, Ringo is eighty two, and he actually looks pretty good for eighty two. Oh, he looks yeah, he does look really good. I don't know how much of that is surgery, but I've I've followed him on social media. He just seems to be a very nice guy. Yeah, he never gets involved. He's always been the least annoying Beatle, I think. Annoying? Don't say annoying and Beatle in the same sentence. All entertainers are annoying to some degree. To some degree, they are. All of them. You're Uh-oh. mean. Even my favorite one. God, I've learned so many, like, uh, all the, like, voice actors that I grew up listening to. Because, you know, I, it was video games and cartoons for me for right. ages. Yeah. So I grew up uh, caring more about the voice actors than, like, oh, yeah, actual sure, celebrities. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Jim Cummings and Richard <clears throat> Stephen Horvitz and that sort of thing. And so many of them I have found out are awful people. Really? Are they yep. really? Vo- oh, voice people. Oh, I would agree with yep, that. Yep, so many of them. It's unfortunate. I worked with a lot of voice people over the years, and some of them are the biggest so just, pains uh, in the ass ever. Probably I'm very they wanted, jaded when it comes to entertainers. Probably because they wanted to be, like, recognized actors, actors yeah. and yep. they're behind the scenes, so got to misbehave to get that Jim attention. Jim Cummings has to be worth $20 billion. It isn't about most... money. It's about recognition a lot of you, No one would recognize him on the street. I probably wouldn't no. recognize him on the street. <clears throat> And Mega Millions is up to eight hundred and ten million. Do you hear what the guy that owns buy uh, a ticket? Uh, owns draw raisin. <laughs> the guy that started raising cane. Yeah. You know raising cane, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, chicken the place. place. Yeah. He bought fifty-four thousand tickets for every one of his employees. They got one ticket, and if anybody wins, they all have to share the money. Oh, I'd Which be is, fine with yeah, that. But it's still like ten thousand dollars, isn't it? I know, but ten thousand. Well, no, it's more than that. It's got to be about fifty, sixty thousand. Well, what did you Wait. say? Eight hundred ten million? How many employees? Fifty-four thousand. But uh, after each taxes, four hundred and five million. Each of them would get fifteen thousand dollars, but after tax, they probably each get like seven thousand. About seven, eight thousand dollars. Which I guess isn't actually that great. Well, it's not a poke in the eye with a no, sharp it's still, stick. No, I would still take $7,000 for no reason. Yeah. You can hand over seven grand to me right now. Yeah. I'd be ecstatic. Absolutely. That's right. I'm not going to be mad about it. Quick story for Catherine on Ringo Starr. One of the reasons you love him so much <clears throat> is because many, many years ago, he was, he called into the KQ Morning Show. We were talking. We are having a great time. And he's in London. We're, of course, in Minneapolis-St. Paul. All of a sudden, the line goes dead. He's just gone. Right? I'm like, oh, man. Talking to Ringo Starr and the line goes, that's terrible. Five minutes later, the producer goes, "Uh, Tom, Ringo's on the phone. I said, oh, they got it fixed. He goes, no, he called the request line. He looked up the request line number in London and called the request line to get back on. That's amazing. Now, that's a great guy right there. Absolutely. That's right. Isn't that cool? Very cool. And he did. uh, Nice man. 
He did the conductor for uh, Thomas the yeah. Train. Thomas he was the, the conductor. Engine. Oh, that's right. He was. He was the conductor, and George Carlin was the conductor there too. Yeah, another too. another supreme mm. talent. Yep. No doubt about it. But oh, um, we must be getting close to football season. Yeah, it's in nine days. Nine days? Oh, that's oh. why the Vikings are trending about nothing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> nine nine days is they training or the nine days? The open training in nine days, and the first. Uh, Preseason game for the Vikings, I believe, is on the 11th, so it's in 20 days. Oh, well, geez. I, I thought football season was like November. <laughs> I know. As soon as, July, as soon as July is open, you might as well just over. You might as well just go buy Christmas presents so, and put up so the tree. It's, only, it's just ridiculous how fast it goes. It's only eight weeks between the end of hockey season and the beginning of football. That's season. correct. That's exactly. I don't think right. there's a lot of overlap. If that's maybe there. six weeks because if you start training yeah. camp. Well, yeah. hockey is like 10 months long, isn't it? I don't know if it's 10 months. It seems like it's 10 you know. months. I found that most people pick wow. a sport, and that's what they care about. So there's not a lot of overlap between hockey and football watchers. Uh, I think in Minnesota there are. There's, yeah, it seems like there's well, yeah, in Minnesota, sure. Yeah, like, but yeah, yeah. It's like someone either likes baseball or basketball or football. They generally don't you know, really care that much about multiple Minnesota's an outlier because we seem to just like anything Minnesota, we have to care about. So there's a t- statistic. How many people have season tickets to more than one major sport? Yeah. I Well, I mean, how many people have season tickets at all at this point? What are they, $15 million for a <laughs> one day? Well, one time we had baseball and football tickets. Uh, never had tickets to NBA and never had tickets to hockey. Because I grew up in North Minneapolis. They don't have ice in North Minneapolis. It just doesn't happen. I know. They, they play hockey in Florida, and when people are like, I'm going down to a hockey game, I'm like, Florida? <laughs> I know. Just, That's true. Yeah. It's not even chilly Ve- here. <laughs> Vegas and L.A., you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's all over. They, people just they seem to like being cold. It's all true. Well, I suppose it's something refreshing. Oh, well, something the Vikings new. are sold out of season tickets, yep. so <clears throat> I guess people are buying them. Huh. Now, Catherine, if you were married to this guy and he did what he did, tell me if you would stay with him. Okay. There's a pitcher in the major leagues that was just offered a new 10-year contract, and he turned it down. Okay? Mm -hmm. He said it's not enough money. He turned it down. He was offered a 10-year contract for $440 million. Mm. Okay. Is there a good reason? Not that I could see. He just wants more money. Greedy, yep. $44 Forty-four million a year for ten years, and he said, "Tell you what, why don't you give me six months of your wages, and you'll never hear from me again." Yes. Well, I'm right. guessing his agent is thinking he could get way um, more. Yep, a half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars to throw a baseball. I know. What happened? That's one thing that needs to collapse: is the amount of money we're paying athletes. I agree. Well, they make. That's just absurd. They make it. Not, you know, I mean, merchandising and all that yeah, stuff, they actually make so. the money. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's all, all the owners are, you know, they, sh- they should be giving it to the people that are down there playing the game. I think. Well, they shouldn't be exempt from tax, for one thing. They aren't, are they? Uh, NFL little, teams yes. are ex- tax exempt. <clears throat> tax exempt. What do you we mean? We are picking up the tax. They don't pay tax, NFL teams. What? <laughs> yep. Why? I don't. I'll never understand it. To, okay. draw, to get draw them to your city, you have to agree to not draw, tax them. Section five hundred one C six specifically defines professional football leagues as exempt organizations. <laughs> <laughs> what wow. a world this is, isn't it? 
So you're making $44 million a year, and you don't have to pay any. No, well, they the pay taxes. The NFL pay tax. doesn't pay taxes. Right. The, the NFL, franchise right. doesn't. The franchise, well, I think the teams do, but the NFL doesn't. Oh, okay. So, like, well, every, every, time teams do either. every time they sell a sweatshirt or merchandise, they if, have to pay t- sales tax on that. So the cities are getting something. No, the, well, the consumer is the one who pays the sales tax. The NFL doesn't pay the sales tax. No, no, they, but they have to give the sales tax to the state. Yeah, right. We do. Yeah. The NFL doesn't have anything to do with the sales tax. Well, they have to collect it and give it to the state. No, well, no are... the NFL doesn't pay tax. They don't. They're tax <coughs> exempt. They're like I, a charity. I, just, I can't get my head wrapped. I know it doesn't this. make any sense at all. It's a nonprofit. No. It's a non. It's a nonprofit. Right. They're treating it like a nonprofit entertainment. Now here we go. The NFL, the NHL, and the PGA Tour are exempt. The NBA and the uh, MLB are not. Which wow. Is, that's hilarious. That is just wrong on so but many it's, levels. It's the WPGA. Does the WPGA pay tax? I don't oh. Probably not. Ooh, that'd be acid no. if that's the oh, case. If oh, they do, that would not be good. Talk about sexist. Yeah. A sexist tax code. Wouldn't doubt it. Could be. I just... How much money do these people make? I know. Why can't they pay taxes? What happened to the fair share and Billions. equity for everybody and... Blah, blah, blah. Why aren't we doing that? Well, look at the guy who just left United to health care. Uh, been gone for a year, collected his last paycheck, $245 million. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? $245 million, and some people can't afford to buy a bottle of aspirin. I know. I mean, what the hell? 75 bucks for a box of Kleenex when you go to the hospital, and he gets $245 million. It's got to stop. I'm telling you. I don't know when we're going to get somebody well, with some seeds. The, health, the healthcare industry is basically just like big pharma. They're in cahoots with the with the politicians, and it's just not going to stop. Yeah, Ralph. No yeah, the, car, the, uh, the cartel, uh, government, healthcare, yeah, provo- healthcare, or insurance oh, company, third party payers, and hospitals. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, have, have have this going on, and that is a, a real mess. Well, I mean, look at every. I say this time and time again. Every hospital that I'm aware of has had a major multi-million, sometimes billion-dollar improvement. Mm-hmm. God. You know, some, some hospitals have built new hospitals in addition to the hospitals they had already because they have so much money. Oh, yeah. So oh, much yeah. money. And they still have their hand out to the community. You know, we're a community resource. Would you please donate, donate money yeah. to us so we can, so we can buy know. some new things? Yeah, my favorite thing is like walking by radiology and seeing, oh, this MRI machine was donated by the Whatever Foundation. It's like right. you have $500 million in the bank. Buy your own MRI machine. That's right. Oh, people love to, oh, well, we, we, do, we want to support this health care because it's a community yeah. resource. No, it's a profit organization. They're making is, a fortune. Yeah. A fortune. Yeah, but they're, they're making tons for, of money. But they're all not for, not for profit. They're, they're not, not non-profit. They're not for profit, but somehow they make tons of profits. They'll have all the profit. <laughs> uh, apparently, the NFL voluntarily gave up its uh, tax exemption. Oh. oh, they did. I guess as a sign of goodwill. So they are legally tax exempt, but they're paying taxes now. Okay, what's the real reason for that? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, I'm sure they're making more know. money by paying taxes it's somehow. It's got to be because it got out and people were mad. <laughs> <laughs> or that, yeah, yeah, maybe. Well, that's that's you know that's the thing that when you have these grand disparities of income, yeah, you know when a pitcher is going to make forty, he wants I would guess wants fifty million dollars, yeah. per year to throw a baseball for entertainment. That's per year. Wait, 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 wait a second, wait a second, uh, and he only you know aside from training, 
he only works. They pay. They pitch twenty games, twenty five uh, games, twenty five, thirty sometimes. Okay, say thirty games. Yeah, thirty he wor- games. He works okay. one month 35. out of the year for fifty million dollars. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> pitching is everything in baseball. I don't know why oh, people okay. aren't and, and more upset get, about and that. And they get they get injured probably more than any other player, right? And but they're, that they're, is they're, that, they're, but yeah. that is insured. That is something you know, of his contract, and it's insured. So he, even though he gets hurt and is disabled, he is still in the money. Yep. And for t- they, no, they you get, know what? Break my shoulder for four hundred forty million dollars. Go ahead. <laughs> I will. I go. will take the pain, and then I will go buy my own planet. <laughs> there you have it. Oh, it's a sick, sad world in yes, so many it sure ways. Is. It is indeed. Yeah. Well, you know what makes me happy? I just looked down and I, I got a text message. And I can't say who it's from or whatever, but if somebody wants me to come and work with them, right? Oh, McDonald's. Was yes. it? Uh, does the last name end or begin with a W? Uh, I don't think so. Oh well, then there's another person you're going to be talking to after the show. It starts with a W. Mm-hmm. Wish Maliskit. Yes, that's what it is. <clears throat> uh hum. But anyway, I can't tell you who it is. But he said, "Well, would you like to get together with uh, with me and have a little lunch and talk about maybe working together?" And I, you know, it's like oh, that sounds good. You know where he wants to have lunch? This is a guy who pays attention. Raising canes? No, he wants to have lunch at Smoke and Oak in Red Wing. Oh, yum yum. <laughs> Is rather really good. far. I love that though. But there's a guy who pays attention. See that? I, what I like about that is he knows that I rave about about uh, smoking oak all the time. Kyle down there. We should get them to make a franchise up here. We don't have. Well, a he's in place Hastings now. He, they are in Hastings now. Are they? So getting well, closer. Less far. They're getting closer. Okay, I want to read this to you guys because this is the kind of thing. And I want to ask the three of you and all our listeners, of course. All they talk about is is, is uh, orientation and skin color and this and that. I don't care. I literally do not give a rat's ass about any of that stuff. You be you, I'll be me. I'm married to Catherine. I'm happy. We have Andy. We have Alex. We have the grandkids. I'm ecstatic, right? Representative Glenn Thompson voted against the Respect for Marriage Act, the House bill that would codify, uh, codify marriage, gay marriage as a federally protected right. I thought it already was. I thought gay marriage was a federally protected act. Uh, no, it was a Supreme Court decision. <laughs> oh, so well, yet another time they allowed the Supreme Court to make a decision and then they just rested on it, assuming it would never be uh, isn't challenged. It, wasn't it legalized in almost every state before they... So it already was, uh, it was legal in almost every state even before that decision, yes. What, what states wasn't it? Um, well, he's I from wonder. Pennsylvania, so I'm almost certain Pennsylvania did. Oh, God, yes. I don't think there's any question. Okay, I'll read the rest of this paragraph, and then you can tell me what you got. Representative Glenn Thompson voted against the Respect for Marriage Act, the House bill that would codify gay marriage as a federally protected right on Tuesday, and then three days later, he attended his gay son's wedding. <laughs> well... Wow. I, I, so it's okay for my son, but not your son. Well, I mean, he's not necessarily saying that gay marriage is wrong. He's saying it shouldn't be a federal decision, which I well, agree with. Well, that's a good point. I think, I, I think as little as possible should be left to the federal government. No, I agree with you 100%. It should be a state-by-state state thing, mm-hmm. no question. 
the Respect for Marriage Act was nothing more than an election year messaging stunt for Democrats in Congress who have failed to address historic inflation and out-of-control prices at gas pumps and grocery stores. Yeah, but it was the Supreme Court that threw it out there, right? Threw what out there? The whole idea of going after this, going after that, this is wrong, that's wrong, the, the abortion act and the gay marriage. They're, they're, they're claiming, honest to God, I'm surprised from what they're claiming, that they didn't vote to imprison us all. Yeah. Good God. But so, I mean, you do have a point. If his argument is that I don't like the fact that it's federal, then why are they going after him for voting against yeah. it? If I were a senator, I'd vote against anything that gives the federal government more power. You know, they I, already have way to too much power. I agree with you on that one. But Glenn Thompson from Pennsylvania, you know who that is? No, you're you're not, hey, not, my, not, my, no <clears throat> not my guy. Not my guy. Yeah, but you're a, you're a Pennsylvania boy. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I know. I know about Pennsylvania and the conservatism in the western part of the state. I don't know. Yeah, there are the west. Li- yeah, the, this liberalism are, yeah. is, you know, I don't know. That's coming from the east, that east coast stuff. What do they say? Um, Philadelphia is New hold. York and the rest of the state is the Ozarks or something. Yeah, like something that. Like There's that. some sort of hey, saying about hey. that. Sorry. We're, We're not hill people. I'm saying they, they said it, but you, not you, you, me. You repeated it. It's, they're not hill people. <laughs> You're not hill people? I'm not hill people. You're, you're mine people, aren't you? Although, you are. my, well, yeah, mine people. Yeah, we're you're minor, people. miners. Dan Chesky's here from Dan's Southside Marine. It won't be long now until we start seeing boats on the water. Warmer temps and open water are coming soon, Tom. We have inventory in stock now from Alumacraft, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou with more arriving daily. What's the secret to finding a boat you're looking for this year, Dan? My recommendation is to shop now, pick a model, put your name on it. Our team of pros at Dance Outside Marine will have the knowledge and experience to get the boat you want equipped the way you want it equipped. What about financing options? Right now, we are offering low-interest financing options up to 144 months with qualified credit. Ask for details when you visit the store. Alumacraft Fishing Boats, Premier, Avalon, and Manitou Pontoons, all powered by Suzuki Outboards, are in stock now with new boats arriving daily. Dan Southside Marine is located just six blocks west of 35W on 98th Street in Bloomington, or shop online at dansouthsidemarine.com. Tom here, and I'm talking with Brad Huckle and Mike Bilski of North American Banking Company. We've talked before about how working with a community bank like North American Banking Company can benefit business owners. Do you have an example you could share with our listeners? Our customers at Homeco Insulation and Blaine have been banking with a big bank for many years, but suddenly their calls weren't getting returned and their banker was unresponsive to their business needs. You can imagine their frustration. They had a successful business, wanted to expand, and their bank cut them off. They were ready to move on from their big bank when they were referred to us. We knew they wanted to work with a community bank that would be responsive and would take the time to understand their business and its needs. That sounds like a perfect fit. I know it can always reach out and not only talk to an actual person, but I'm talking to an experienced lender. They've told us the same thing, Tommy. Look, I know Brad and Mike and I trust them with my banking. My whole family does. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience member fdic and equal housing lender you all have helped build my pillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in mike lindell to give you a great night's sleep mike's latest incredible deal is on the giza dream sheets which you've heard me rave about before that's for sure these sheets are made from the world's best cotton giza they are ultra soft and breathable yet extremely durable right now the giza dream sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it looks like it depends on how you define marriage. If you're talking about literal marriage as in the exact same thing, uh, it's actually most states ban same-sex marriage. But almost none of them, only five of them, ban same-sex unions, which are treated legally the same as marriage. It's the verbiage. Basically, most states don't recognize it as a uh, religious thing. Because marriage was originally oh, a religious, uh, religious thing. Yeah, that's true. So a civil union, which is basically a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-religious marriage is legal or would be legal even if the federal or the Supreme Court decision was struck down everywhere but Utah, Alaska, Texas, uh, whatever state is south of South Dakota. Is that Nebraska? Nebraska, yep. And then whatever state is east of the state... Wait. What? Hold on. Which state? Come is on. This? Work on your geography. Yeah, you're as smart no as you are, Andy. I have no oh, idea what state on. this is. Where is it? Map of the United States. Please. Let's see here. What state am I looking at here? <laughs> By shape. Where is it? It's eastish. <laughs> yeah, but where? That is Ohio. Ohio. So they yeah, say okay. no. I thought Ohio was in the West. They say no same-sex unions. Huh. It's Midwest. Uh, Ohio specifically says no same-sex anything. Ohio? Really? No marriage, civil unions, statutory benefits, out-of-state recognition, et cetera, et cetera. Really? That's yeah. just shocking to well, me no, that it's, it's in this near, day and age that we're still it's near Pennsylvania. Like it's near Western Pennsylvania. That is. It's right it's by near, Western Pennsylvania. In West Virginia. I'm, I'm shocked that West, well, West Virginia are all hill people. Uh, <laughs> but, but it's interesting. So, no so if, so if, if you're in the state of Utah, if you're in the state of Utah and you're doing the polygamous thing, but you're doing gay polygamy, so mm. you're a woman. And you have all your sister wives. You, so you go oh, you sister wives. I or if you're a man, polygamy. you have all men, men husbands. Ooh, all brother is that husbands. Okay? Brother husbands. I thought Utah banned polygamy. Well, well banned it. Banned it, but tolerated. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, they they're Certainly, they're tolerating. They're not doing a lot, a lot to uh, yeah. ferret it out. There's a lot of laws that we just ignore. Interestingly, Ask most of the judges. Nebraska bans same-sex marriage, civil union, domestic partnership. But it recognizes out-of-state same-sex marriage. Weird. So if you move if to you Nebraska mo- no, and you're you, married, you're still married in Nebraska? If you go to South Dakota, get married, go back to your house in Nebraska, you are now legally married. There you go. They, just, they won't do it. Because I remember I, I knew a gay couple that lived in Arizona. Okay, so this is like seven years ago, and they went to New York to get married. Yeah, Arizona. Well, I mean, Arizona, they could have gone to Nevada, New Mexico, or California. Well, they had family in New York, so that's why they went there. (laughs) But I'm just saying that they left Arizona to get married. I think it's because they couldn't do it down there. uh, Ten years ago, I think, maybe even. Yeah, Arizona bans same-sex marriage, but it recognizes same-sex marriage. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's all about votes. It's all about money and votes. That's the whole thing. That's why the verbiage changes from one story to another. You talk with your left hand, you talk with your right hand, mm-hmm. and you're completely opposite, but they say the same thing. Well, I asked this same couple about gay marriage and why it needed to be a marriage. Why couldn't it be a civil union? If the word marriage was the trigger for people, for yeah. like religious groups or whatever, or I, I, and yeah. they said the only reason why it needs to be marriage, because in our laws, you're only protected 
If you're married, oh, really? for your, your uh, significant other to make medical decisions for you and certain financial things, you have to have that marriage certificate. Yeah, I don't think that's true anymore. I don't think it's been true for quite some time. She was a lawyer, so I'm guessing she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, and well, gay. But it may have, it may <laughs> have, but it may have changed. That may have changed, though. That, boy, when you're... They don't ask if you're married in the hospital area. You know who's, it, who's it, your guard, who's your significant others. Grant all of the rights of marriage. Civil unions. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Why does anyone care what it's called? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> because, like I said, I've heard so many arguments about for, against, blah, blah, right. blah, and usually the argument is like, well, see, the thing is, is that when you have a man and a woman and they're having children, the burden of the child rearing and having children um, populating the earth is upon a man and a woman. <clears throat> Not, yeah. I mean, obviously there are exceptions to every rule and there's IVF and everybody can have a baby now and la, 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 mm -hmm. la. But at the time, that was not the case so they wanted it to be something that was exclusive you know the tax breaks for children and all that stuff yeah. they felt that it was something that they should be recognized as a couple having a family that was most of it a lot of it was religious you know reasons and they just and it's also just kind of it's like why can't we have something that's just us you know, our group is special. We should have our own things, as most people are. And, you know, I just, as people just got used to the idea, it yeah. just became something that nobody really, I don't know anybody that cares about yeah. that I, stuff anymore. But, but in the beginning, yeah, whenever you introduce Very something fun. new, people are always like, no, I don't want to change Lots that. Lots of gay couples have kids, biologic kids. <clears throat> yeah. We know men I agree. are having surrogate women have for their for the gay couple, men couple, mm -hmm. and then lesbians, they're having kids. You know, yep. they're having kids. Absolutely. You know, through IVF, and they, and they can choose their donor and whatnot, but that is... That there are um, strong marriage genetic families that are gay. Mm -hmm. Two dads, two moms. And that's not, like you said, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. The kids should get all those benefits and all that. So it's the same now. So if you're going to. way it is. Yeah, because I mean, if you're not married and, and you get a divorce, then. If you're not married, who, which parent gets the kid? It's usually always the mom. But it's a union. It should be the same thing. If they're, it's the they're same called thing, a union yeah. or called a marriage, it should be the same thing. Well, even it's, if you're you know, not married, like uh, if two people have a kid together, they're still going to go to family court and get the same thing You know, if they yeah. split up. Well, I'm just saying. It makes it easier legally to have that marriage certificate. Right. All right. I know is that Bo Siegel does. wants to go to Scarpelli's. I want to go to Scarpelli's with Bo Siegel. Well, you better give him a call, then. Is Boski listening? Yeah, I think so. I love Boski. Bo, we love you, man. Boski? Boski. <laughs> Boski. Not to be confused with Bilski. Bilski, Boski. You know what I'm saying. You know, I was asked something uh, this morning um, when I was out and about they, because of a comment that was made on the podcast. Yesterday, their podcast listener asked me, he said, well, how do you and Michael Bryant get along? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, well, you, you're good friends, are you? I said, yeah, we're really good friends. So we're families or friends, the whole deal. Mm -hmm. go, well, how do you do that? I said, what do you mean? How do you do it? He said, well, you made a, that announcement on the podcast yesterday that everybody who's ever stolen money from you is a liberal lawyer. <laughs> and I said, yeah. He goes, well, Michael Bryant's a liberal lawyer. And I said, yeah, but he didn't steal money from me. They said, 
Well, most people, if you don't agree with what I think and what I do, I hate you. So what he was saying basically was you have every right to hate every liberal lawyer still alive, but you don't. Well, why don't you? Because that's because they're all human. That's, that's a weird why. linear oh, that, way of oh, thinking. That's, and that is that's a leftover prejudicial kind of thing. Yeah. That's exactly what it you is. You know, too. that's a leftover prejudice. You know, but they don't see it as prejudice. That's oh well, yeah. Well, that that's that's prejudice. Pre, pre, that's prejudice. That's prejudgment of everybody. Absolutely, you it know, is. You know, because of skin. Because you're a white man, you're evil. That's a bit prejudicial, don't you think? Or you're a black man or a black person. Well, you guys you're, all you're, it. Yeah, you're, you're worthless you're, for the you, job or whatever. Oh, it's whatever. Yeah, crazy. It's, it's exact same kind of. <clears throat> I know. Ugh. But we continue. It's it's somebody's. Everybody's got to take a turn. We don't get rid of prejudice and judgment, you know, prejudgment, judgment, all the rest of it. No, never, we don't get rid of it. We never can. But we bitch about it nonstop. Well, it's just when it's glaringly obvious that, you know, something needs to be done, then that's pretty you should do something obvious. about it. But, I mean, people just, that's, there's a there's a psychological word for this, and I have been trying to think of this word, and I've looked it up, and I cannot find it. Back when I was in psychology classes, there that there's a it's a way of thinking that's kind of a faulty way of thinking it's like a doctor uh hey, hey, misdiagnosed hey, hey, hey. me yeah, all, go, all doctors are terrible you know See, that's what i'm saying that's exactly yeah. it's what's a on way, the internet yeah. now there it's it's like it really? a psychological oh, problem geez, yeah. yeah oh yeah everybody everybody goes on that internet oh have you thought of this <laughs> oh have you thought of this you know here's this here's this condition that's happened once and and, and have you thought of that you know yeah you know i get this is they do not trust Position. They're on the internet looking. We're well, not. Uh, mm-hmm. You're not doing it this way. Should I be doing that? And I said no. You know. Oh, you're not doing. It. Oh, should, I, I get it all the time. The treatment that just, that's prescribed, it, you know, is is not well, not like everybody else does. Are you sure? Are you sure that I, maybe I should? And then people do stuff that they shouldn't do. I tell them don't do that. Oh, but I saw it on the internet. Uh, don't go on the internet. No. So that you have this culture Agreed. of that. But it's you know the 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 term for the term for Everybody wants to, well, the, well, the term everybody wants to be together is called tribalism. Yeah. And everybody well, wants to yeah. have a tribe. You got to have a tribe. Be comfortable with your life. Yeah. Whether it's conservative, whether it's black, whether it's white, whether it's Native American, whether it's liberal, whether it's Jewish, whether it's Catholic, whether it's Protestant, you got to have your tribe. So. Yeah, they do. And some people <clears throat> are more tribal than others. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, look, in my career, because I'm you know quote unquote famous. There are people that just rip the piss out of me because I got I became successful without their help. Unless they help you, they don't like you. It's really well, weird. Well, that's it's kind of just an American thing. pastime, isn't it? To that's build people Minnesota up just so you can rip them down. Oh, we've done it to so many movie stars <clears throat> well, that's and true actors too, yeah. that's and singers. True. I mean, everybody gets it eventually. Uh, it goes all the way back to Fatty Arbuckle. What was that, Fatty, 100 years ago? It was 100, like 1906. And, 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 uh, that was pretty much false, wasn't it? Yeah, it was all <laughs> false, yep. What? Uh, yeah. Well, fatty Arbuckle. Yeah. He was fat, therefore we fatty need Ar- to get him. Fatty Arbuckle. Uh, some woman accused Ooh. him of raping her. Everyone jumped on the bandwagon, destroyed his life. Turns out she was lying. But people just want something to hate. Well, so they there's all went also along the why would it. somebody say something like that if it wasn't true? I mean, why would you want to admit to that happening to you if it wasn't true? There's that kind of thinking, too. Which, you know, once well, again, you got to listen to all sides of the story. There's a you lot of pathology have... in the world. There sure there's is. There's a lot of pathology yeah. in the by world. That, by that logic, every lynching in the country was justified. So. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just, well, I, well I'm sure that Ooh. the people that did that thought that it was justified. That was Andy. That wasn't, they, that wasn't a bit acid. 
<laughs> they do. Well, I mean, it's true. Well, they, they look at the other side. That's why people can go to war and kill the other person, mm-hmm. because they look at them as being dehumanized. Yep. And that's how you get dehumanization there. is a very important part of war. It sure is. World, all the World War II the propaganda, person. the Vietnam War propaganda. Yeah, half of the war was distributing propaganda to make you hate them, so you can go kill them without feeling bad about it. Yep, that's yep. exactly right. You're not killing other people. You're killing, you know, Viet Cong enemy monsters, enemy. or yep. you know, Nazis or, or communists. We want to get rid of this group of people who look like this in this book. There, yeah. There you go. There's your Holocaust right there. Hey, mm-hmm. These people look like this in this book. We got to get rid of them. Right. Just a, Rwanda. Oh yeah. Oh, hey, oh yeah. You got. Oh, they, they look, they look, Unbelievable. They, they look Different like nose. this with the nose or ears. <laughs> I know. People. Or, no, with no. It was nose. Yeah. I think it was the nose. Yeah. People just are, like I said, as Ricky Gervais says, we're just a bunch of apes with a great big brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love your tribe. All we are. You know and. and but that idea of tribalism always troubles me because people just get wrapped up in it, and that's where that it springs this hatred. Yeah, it always seems to bring the hatred. Well, that I, I don't know. I just think that's part of the human condition. The only thing we can do is try to get people to understand and get accustomed to things, and let them slowly make the changes. You can't force somebody by you know screaming and yelling at them and you know canceling them to come into the new century. You just can't. I mean, there's a lot of people out, you know, in the world that live in. I mean, they're basically medieval. Yeah, that's true. The way they approach right. laws. The Sentinelese—they're still out there. They haven't been contacted yet. It's an island off the coast of, I think, India. They still—they've never been contacted by an outside civilization. How do they know they're there? Uh, like drones and satellite imagery and stuff. And they won't let anybody go there. I'm going. What happens if somebody? Pulls up a boat. Oh, I can't believe a boat's never stopped there. People have tried. They kill them. Oh. So people don't try anymore. And, nobody and now it's illegal to go try. And nobody <laughs> nobody has gone over there and tried to take it over back in the They're whenever? They're officially protected by the Indian government now. So oh. if you tried to invade Sentinel Island, then you'd be going to war with India, basically. Yeah. Well, they and probably, they probably sent that. an operative onto the mainland and went, ah, I think we're good over here. <laughs> Let's just stay no. out of that. <laughs> They've never left their island. So they got steady other standard kind of uh, oh, uh, traditional ways. Hunting, hunter-gatherer, fishing, yeah. So they've, they've got all the resources they need right there? Yep, oh, got well, their you, little island. You know, you, if you look at some of these survivor stories, you, you go on the Internet and you say, uh, surviving, blah, blah, blah. So for the, one of the favorite places, they, I'm, on a, I'm on a desert, I'm on a deserted island that just happens to have fresh water and they and have coconuts they have crew. fish yeah. they have all, everything in the world as you can imagine i'm going to be here for three days with nothing at all and there's there's anything thousands of things to eat and blah 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 it is the easiest because the weather's nice you know stay in the shade so you don't get sunburnt you're all set yeah. you fish a little bit eat some coconut for three days, all you have to do is have fresh water, and yeah, you'll you need water. Live. Or you can you can get by with drinking the coconut yeah, water. That's you know, they'll get by with that. Get, it'll give you the runs. But aside from that, you know, you live with that meat with it, you'll be in good shape. There was a show on, I watched maybe three episodes where they really did drop somebody off in the middle of the woods that has bears and all that stuff, like way out in the northwest, Pacific Northwest, and they gave them, they had a knife, and maybe a tarp, and. I don't think they had much else. 
I mean, well, that was that. that sounds that's like naked the, and afraid. That, that's the premise, uh, and that's the premise of that of the show alone. Is that they take You're ten right, people yeah. alone, and, and they alone they take ten people, and you get ten items you can take with you, and they drop you off in isolated areas. You're by yourself. You have to stay out there until everybody else is given up, and you go through. They go through this process, and the one person that's notable on this, having watched all episodes, was a man who actually lived that way his normal life. He got out there. He built him a stone house, killed a muskox with a knife. <laughs> Wow. Injured it and then killed oh it with God. a knife, butchered it, preserved it, and was eating it. He was just living out there. He would have lived out there. He, he went this 100 days, 100 plus days. He would have stayed out there. Okay. Well, it, I watched like two episodes. I think it was that. And one guy stepped off the boat, walked in, heard some animal right. squeak or roar or something, and he started crying wow. <laughs> instantly you think? and went right back on the boat. I'm out of here. <laughs> I mean, you got to think that you could actually do it, that you'd have the skills to no. even get, go you on have, a show have, like that. 99.9% of people could not. You, you have the skills. Because I know to, I don't. You have the skills to survive. The problem is you cannot get food. It's all starvation. Hmm. In fact, people are starting to game these systems now. So they're, they're selected, and they have a lead time of three months, six months. They pack on 50 pounds. Yep. Oh. So they got 50 pounds of fat. They roll in there with 50 pounds of fat. I brought my, hey, I brought my own fat. <clears throat> I brought my own food with yeah, me. Yeah, I brought 50 pounds me. of food. Yeah, with me. And they, they, and people will drop, they drop 50 pounds in a second. Mm -hmm. You oh, know, sure after 45 do. days, they're dropping because they're trying to be active doing these other things. It is a huge effort. Yeah. There's a reason the population of Earth never went above like 10 million people for many tens of thousands of years. Just not enough food. Yeah, I mean, if there's not enough food, you die. Not enough water, you die. How about eight and a half billion people? <laughs> How are we doing yeah, that? Uh, we're feeding them. We're still we feeding sure them. are. Oh, that's not, I, I keep on hearing, oh, we are overpopulated like crazy. We can't do this anymore. And then other people are like, oh, so many, so many populations are collapsing because the birth rates aren't high enough. Which one is it? Yeah, I know. Both. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you were overpopulating. We cannot feed everybody. Yet the one of the uh, in the third in in first world countries, one of the biggest problem is obesity. Did you know that we throw away 30% of our food in America? Oh, totally yeah. oh, oh, you, I bet we throw away more than that. Well, I'm just talking if, about before it even gets to the customer. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Easily. Supermarkets, restaurants, 30% of the food. Farms. Before it's even God. served is gone. Farms. You know, you go, you're, if you're growing <clears throat> tomatoes, you know, I, I would say 5 10% of those tomatoes are rotten. You can't even put them in the, for sale, ship them. So yeah. they just stay on the field. Whenever you harvest peanuts, if you harvest peanuts, you can go into that field and there's 10% of peanuts. You can just dig them out of the ground because the machine doesn't pick them all. Mm -hmm. See? So, so and that, there's laws in France. There's laws in France that once someone has harvested a field, you can go in and glean the whatever's left over. So oh, if you have well, a couple, they should let them do that. I know, but there's Unless laws that say you have to it. do that to feed people. Oh. So anybody who's hungry can go in there. So all the people who are homeless, they should be out in those fields gleaning. I could eat peanuts forever out of the fields in yuma i did it oh yeah after the harvest the oh, crows yeah. and geese and stuff they'll be sitting in those fields for the next four months eating everything that's still there yeah so did you see the latest news by the way remember for about 10 years now we've been hearing how wildlife is dying and we can't keep them alive and it's just horrible and oh my god all the uh, all the wildlife raccoons, is dying so. mm -hmm. um royal bengal tigers in uh, the National Park in Nepal, uh, went from 3,700 to 6,000. 
They've almost doubled their population. So they stopped killing them. They actually got them to stop poaching them? But they were saying it was because of the climate. That's why. Oh, no, it's because of dying. poachers. It is. It's because yeah. of poachers. Bengal tigers, ex- specifically, it's yes. all poachers. It is poachers. Because you they're know. the kind of animal that exists in small numbers to begin with. Because yeah. there's a million tigers, that means how many hundreds of millions of gazelle and they need to eat every year. <laughs> well, there's, there's still that. There's not hundreds of millions. They're not gluttons. Yeah, quite that a few. Well, that, there's still that weird market for a powerful beast means that if yep. I eat its liver, then yep, I'm going exactly. to be virile and have 25,000 children. No, you got to eat something. Yeah, no, 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 no. Or whatever You got to eat something else. You powder something. You got to powder something. Yeah, God. I mean, they're still thinking that. Choke that down. Poor choice of words. Uh, Yeah. You know, last night, last night, I, I heard, I was woken up, I heard the coyotes, they got something. Every time oh, they, they get something, they yelp. They make a lot of noise. They yelp a little bit. Yeah. But like er- everybody says, oh, well, these, these animals are coming into the human because they're being pushed out of oh, other areas. Oh, God, no. no. They are repopulating populated areas because they're used to humans now. Yep. They don't care anymore. And, well, and also, the, it seems like the rabbit population has exploded. So there's oh, lots God. of food <laughs> those, for Those coyotes and wait until the fox. The fo- and the fox population cycles with the rabbits. Yep. yep. People are, people are uh, reporting lots. Lots of fox activity, and it's like that's because there's so many flipping rabbits. They're gonna eat those rabbits right up, yep. and uh, yeah, we yeah the, the the wildlife population is exploding mm-hmm. in populated areas, particularly turkeys. Turkeys oh. are like turkeys oh, are everywhere. Yeah. We've gotten to the point where Jude used to just go crazy every time we passed. What are they called? A, Tom or Jenny? Toms? No, I mean a, a group of turkeys. A flock? A flock. A, or, That'd be is a it flock. a flock? I think yeah, it's a flock. Not a, yeah, it's it's a not flock. like a murder. No, that's a murder of crows. I don't know. I thought maybe crows. they had their own little word. But um, anyway, <laughs> he used to go, of turkeys. He used to go <laughs> crazy, barking and oh, lunging. God, and, ah, yes. I'm going to go get those turkeys. Now he looks at him. He's like, bleh. Yeah. I'm <laughs> so used to him. What's the point? I was driving a uh, uh, couple months ago, and I saw a coyote just sitting there in someone's driveway, just watching the traffic. Oh. A coyote. Yep. Coyote. Just God. didn't care. They're healthy around here. They look good around here. They get a lot to eat. Yes, they sure do. We always had um, rabbits and raccoons. There's infinite raccoons. Oh God, everywhere. <laughs> infinite number. Of raccoons. Every time I drive to work, there's another probably four or five dead raccoons on the road. Oh yeah, oh. we did. We got a couple every every week. Yeah, there's so uh, many on Vernon Avenue. Yeah, Vernon. Wow, well, that's uh, roadkill road. It is roadkill. Raccoon road. is a bountiful feast for a coyote because they get yeah. huge. Some of these raccoons have to weigh forty pounds. Do you guys think that we'll ever get to the point where people in power to make statements about wildlife will have to tell us the truth and stop lying to us like everybody else does? Well, it's just like anything else. They take a, they take a small story in a small area yep. and they turn it into a global problem. It, but it's not true. Well, that's Look. how you get funding. That's how yeah, you get well, that's your how they name get out there. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the Walzer world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finished number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be a plenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. 
For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Hey, this Brian's up. Summer is finally here, and if you're like me, you've got some serious riding planned. Make sure you and your motorcycle are good to go with Dennis Kirk. Whatever you ride, Harley, Indian, Metric Cruiser, or Sport Bike, you'll find what you need at Dennis Kirk. 160,000 parts and accessories in stock, clothing and helmets too. Order before 8 p.m., and they ship the same day. Plus, shipping is free for orders over 89 bucks. Follow Zepp's lead and head to DennisKirk.com. They ship today. But I think if you stop telling people we're destroying the earth and we better hurry up because there's nothing we can do about it right around the corner, don't say that. Hey, it's like, hey, what? A, everything's great. It could be better. Why don't we work together and make it a little bit better instead of, oh, my God, the earth's coming to an end. That's right. Why do they do that? In 10 years. 10 years. Oh, yeah. Well, what's your face? Asshole. What's her name? Asshole. <laughs> yes, I think that's what her don't name is. Don't you have is. to edit that out? <laughs> Not yet. No. AOC. Oh. Isn't that, oh. Her name? Isn't that what AOC stands for? Mm-hmm. I thought it was. That woman is psychotic. Well, she's just very, very dumb. When she pretended to have handcuffs on and then mm-hmm. waved to someone. Yeah. <laughs> and local news people in this town insist she Confirmed had handcuffs it. on. Confirmed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. She never had handcuffs on. It's a flat out lie. So, Officer Dave, when you handcuff someone, are they generally waving afterwards? <laughs> No, generally, generally they're they're like crying, but yeah, yeah. Oh God, if I was, ever got arrested, was, they I'd, walked with their. I'd be very. They upset. were walking with their hands behind their back. Yes, and they were. Yeah, well, it's just, well, let's, then, let's make this a show. Well, she well, said then that she it's, said, it's, yeah, it's she said it's standard to keep your hands behind your back, but that's not true. No, it's not. You want your hands up nope. on a surface so they don't, so they know that you're not reaching into your Dude, waistband. All like. All I care about is let me see them. I yep. don't care if they're yep. up, down, just yep. let me see them. Yeah. Keeping your hands behind your back like that is, I don't know, that's not what it I would was, do. It was just a little bit of showmanship. Nope. Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Not that's a little, a lot. Yeah. A lot. I don't know. I, like I think that maybe she lost a, a little credibility with her her uh, huge population of pro-AOC mm-hmm people online probably yeah. oh yeah she has very nope. few fans at this point oh, she's really? just so uh, stupid she's a moron she well, is an idiot there's no doubt about I it i think dumb people still <laughs> like her <laughs> didn't she grow up in a very wealthy family didn't her father own a bunch of real estate in, in manhattan she and did Long not Island? grow up poor like she right. pretended yeah. yeah she did not grow up poor yeah, she was lie. she was sandy she grew up what her a, name was sandy what a sh- that's why tucker carlson still calls her that politician <laughs> 
I, you know what I love? These news anchors, well, I don't care if it's Fox or CNN, they all lie their ass off, but at least be entertaining when you're doing it instead of all morose and sad looking. At least smile when you're lying to the people. How about that? Yeah. No. Yeah. Social media calls for people to cry and be upset. Yes, of course that's, they do. That's what gets all the yeah. likes. Oh, you know, speaking of that, by the it's way. All the division. Yep. Also, on my little trip over to uh, Cub Foods down the block, a woman came up to me. She's probably about 50, someone there. She said she, well, yeah, she was 50 because she's, she said she's been listening to the morning show since she was 14. And she teared up and said, I, I can't believe my show's going away. It's been there my whole life, and now my show's going away. And she was crying. It was it was very sweet. Well, something's been around for 36 years. You yep. Get used to it. You do, so thank Tommy. you very much. Yes, sir. Me, me too, man. I know. It's I don't a, know what I'm going to do when I, when I reach. What am I going to listen to when I retire now? Upload the po- Download the podcast. <laughs> well, I, this might end I'll up still be radio. doing that, but... My mornings. My mornings are going to be so boring now. Well, we'll see. Maybe I'll end up somewhere else. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Who yeah, knows? Who knows? No question about it. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. It is a gang. It is a gang of turkeys, by the way. Uh, it's, oh, it's a, a gang. gang of turkeys. Okay. It does look like a gang. That's a good name. Yeah, they, <laughs> yep. It is a gang of turkeys. I, th- I thought there was and a I word for it. And I've seen them signing <laughs> with their wings. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's yes. what they do. always troubled me. Gang signs. It's true. They, the waddle. They sign with their waddle. Uh-huh. Jeez, they are big birds, man. They sure are. <laughs> I remember so. the first time I saw one was in Golden Valley. There was a there was a tom in the backyard, and he was sitting on a hill, and he had his feathers all fanned out. So I thought I was like. Is that an ostrich sitting on its legs? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so mm-hmm. huge. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was an ostrich. That's exactly what it Their was. Beards are I have dra- never seen one like the that. Beards are so, they're, so, they're so mature. Their beards drag on the ground. Those are trophy animals. Oh, they are That's huge. Those are trophy animals. Yes. There's a reason the pilgrims ate them. They're, uh, yep. you know, we kill one, you feed your entire family. Yeah, we. Well, my brother shot one in city limits. <clears throat> Many years ago, so statute of limitations has run out. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, was in, I was in my <laughs> garden. It was delicious. Throw them under the bus. <laughs> I was in my garden. Horn blew out, and I looked out on the street. I see this turkey flopping around next to the road, and I go, I know that the DNR will let you keep roadkill if you report it. Oh. So I, I went out there. This, uh, bird's, Somebody had hit this it? bird's an extremist, and I look at it, I go, uh, I walk back you know, 15 minutes later, it is dead. I took it, set it, set it, set it, set it, set it someplace where I could see it, and I called the DNR, and I said, look, this turkey was hit, blah, 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 I'm reporting this, can I keep it? He says, yes, send me pictures of the bird, Uh, send me a picture of your driver's license, front and back, it's yours. It was, it's what, and I told Lindsay, she had had one before, she said, she said, yes, because it is one of the best things in the world. That's what my brother said. Roadkill? Oh. Turkey? Oh, turkey. Really? Not so much it was roadkill. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't need a turkey that's been sitting out on the road for no. God knows how long. And it was, he- yeah. it was heavy. Yeah, you but if, if you saw it happen there, Doc, I mean, that's, that's you know, just cut out the bad meat and away you go. No, yeah, there was you no know. bad meat. It was, it, it was not. Oh, but you still had to carve up a... Yeah, I don't know if uh, I can do that part. I, had, I hadn't Pluck done this. Pluck it? You that know, must I have had, taken a year to just get the feathers I hadn't off. done that for 50 years. Pluck it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you pluck it. We do, that, we do that all the time with deer. If, you know, if somebody oh, yeah. hits a deer and then kill. we have a list of people that are that want to take it. Yep. You know, if it's not too banged up. 
That's a hundred pounds of meat, probably. Well, yeah, well, beats inflation somewhere in there, but yeah, it's a lot, no doubt. One of one of my when we lived, lived out in Dayton all those years oh, ago, I was on my way into work one morning, and I'm driving along doing 55 there on uh, on the road and 55 hardly. I was, <laughs> and a deer ran right out in front of me, full grown deer, oh. and I just clipped its back, like its butt. I basically, mm-hmm. it, his butt hit my grill, and he spun around in the air three times, oh. landed on his feet, and looked at me like, yeah, what else? <laughs> what else you just got? just ran away. What else you it got? It didn't even bother the tears. was like, yeah, whatever. It was weird as hell. I must have just nicked it somehow, just enough to make it spin around. Yeah. That seems pretty, like, yeah. a big impact to spin like a... How much does yeah, a deer exactly. weigh? You, pit, you pitted the deer. I pitted the a deer. A deer's got to exactly. weigh what? Oh, that deer had to weigh a couple hundred pounds, I would imagine. Let's it was big. See. It was yeah. a big, full-grown deer. Yeah. Uh, deer, a, a full-grown deer is anywhere from 120 pounds to 180 pounds. Is yeah. a big yeah, that, deer. That makes sense. Because in our old house, so. we had this herd of deer that lived in the um, park forest there and they were so ridiculous one time there was a big buck i don't know i think he had three points on each antler so i mean he was pretty big and he's sitting he's standing on our driveway and i'm trying to go home so i you know i i drive up and i'm like shit i mean oops, sorry there's a deer More in it. and so i i beat my horn and it looks at me and <laughs> yeah, what do you want? i rev the engine engine and it looks at me so I step out of my car, hmm. and I go, kind of act weird and wave right. my hands around because right. I would think that a deer wouldn't like that. Yeah, yeah. It just it looked at me like, what is your problem, <laughs> lady? And it just sat there for. I wasn't eating. It was just making sure that I knew that this was his house. Um, right. And yeah. I so, just so yeah. there. What kind of advice can we give to people about? facing a deer in rut because that deer was the buck was in rut so Ooh. for for a bear you get small for a bear you get small mountain lion you get big mm-hmm. but for a, a buck in rut what do you do yeah right you know, well pff, don't go near them i don't go yeah near them, exactly they scare no them. they don't this care about is, anything yeah, stay away well, I, I, I was hey, hiding hello. behind my car door, so there I could have go. gotten back <laughs> oh, so, in the car. So, so you, had, you had... I wasn't just walking up to it and going, hey, get out of my way. You had concealment, but not cover. Exactly. <laughs> From the deer. <laughs> yeah. I also, I also have great video of a coyote eating a rabbit at night. Ugh. Ooh. Yuck. Best thing in the world. Back in the day, rolling, rolling the hood, a coyote blocks across the road, nice... Time to stop, put the spotlight on it, and record it with my phone as it devours the rabbit. Wow. Yeah. I, I want coyotes oh. in our neighborhood because we have so many flipping rabbits. And um, break but, out the mixomatosis. But we all we have you know we have a smallish dog, so I don't really want coyotes in my neighborhood. Yeah, I'd rather have a fox. No, you don't. Foxes are yeah. Foxes won't You'd, bother a dog. No, a fox won't go after a dog unless it's rabid. And that doesn't yeah. happen too often. And no, being rabbit animals is kind of one of those uh, fallacies that gets exploded all the time. I get eight million calls a year for rabid raccoons, and it's just distemper. Yeah, raccoons but, always you know, act rabid. Dog. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they're, they're crazy <laughs> ass animals. Yeah, they hiss and <laughs> yes, stamp they, on their hind legs. Yes, they, they do. do. Yeah. If, 
if you if you see a raccoon out during the day, there's it's more than likely got dis- distemper and is on its last legs. Oh. Because they're nocturnal animals. Yes, they are. So. Remember the raccoons out in uh, Minnetonka when we lived in Minnetonka? Oh, my God. I, I bungee corded the um, garbage yeah, cans shut right. because the damn things were in everything all the time. They would just, you couldn't. They would flip the, the cover. <laughs> oh, if somebody's garage door was open, there was 40 of them in there. It was just ridiculous. Yep. So I bungee corded well, them down. I, I can't. Pulled... Pardon me? Pulled more than my fair share out of garages, that's yeah. for sure, mm-hmm. and garbage cans. I'll get into everything, they yeah. love garages. But I, I couldn't even budge the um, can, uh, the uh, the top to the garbage can. And one night, I'm coming home. My headlights are on. I can see a, <laughs> a stupid raccoon. He's got the lid all the way up like a foot with one arm, and he's digging in the can <laughs> with the other. Yeah, they're smart. <laughs> How the hell was that strong? They're so funny to watch. They're so strong. They're very wiry. They are very strong. Mm-hmm. Yes. No doubt That's about it. That's why you don't want your dog in a fight with a raccoon either. No, no you don't. And Daisy got in a fight with a nope. raccoon, didn't she? Yeah, she did. How'd that turn out? She was fine. I mean, a raccoon won't fight unless it absolutely has to. You know, no. even if even if a dog is actively attacking yep. it, it's going to keep trying to get away because they're not fighters and they know it. Oh. So, you know. Unless it's like a cage match kind of situation. <laughs> octagon! Octagon! Dog versus raccoon! Cage match! Unless it's two animals enter, one animal leaves situation, then, uh, you know, the raccoon's just going to try to leave. Indeed. Yep. And they can climb anything, so they can get away. Yeah. Believe me. They're kind of cute, too. Are they, they taste are. good? I don't know. Not what I know. I have a feeling they don't because there's eight trillion of them, and you would think that that would be like a folk food if they tasted good taste to us it's gonna taste good to us i wonder yeah people eat cool they eat raccoon and south hill people eat them not that often though yeah they they would rather get like a squirrel or something like that even though squirrels are so tiny so which which should tell you a lot about how raccoons taste (laughs) let me look through my contact list and see if i know any hill people to ask (laughs) yeah hill people (laughs) i have all sex with hill people (laughs) good story about finding a raccoon a lady called because a raccoon was in her screen porch and she had a she was in the course of moving or something, but she had a bag of um, the packing peanuts, yep. and the raccoon had chewed through the bag, crawled into the packing peanuts, and was that's where I was going to sleep during the day. So I go in there and poke the bag and open the door for the screen porch, and the lady says, my backyard is fenced. What are you going to do? And I'm like, it's not going to matter. No, I'll figure I just it need out. To prop this door open. Open, open the bag, poke it with a stick, and the raccoon bolts, climbs the chain link fence, mm-hmm. and climbs a tree in, I swear to God, like three seconds. Yep. It, it could do a 40-yard dash in about 1.2 seconds. My oh. God. Yeah. Oh, Champion why? climbers. How are we doing? With, have you okay. seen anything from Kristen yet? Uh, she just joined. Oh, no. She just joined? Yes, she did. Kristen. Hello. Say hello to Officer Dave. Kristen, Officer Dave. Officer Dave, Kristen. Officer Dave. Hi, Kristen. How are you? I'm good. You? I'm very good. It's hot here in L.A. Like how hot? How how hot is it? (laughs) It's so hot that uh, it's going to be in the 90s. So it's just that like bright, hot sun. 
Yeah, we had that. We had a week of that recently. And you guys get the humidity, too. Oh, God, yeah. we sure it's been, do. It's been a hot, humid it's, summer. Yeah, it was a brutal week. This week is nice, though. That's good. Yeah, Indeed. Relief. It's terrible. You know, Officer Dave, Kristen still owes me all these years later because I gave her a two-word phrase that she uses all the time now, and she'd never heard it before. Uh, I referred to a man who had been drinking too much as a booze hound, and now she calls me a booze hound, and I don't even drink. Everybody's a booze hound. Kristen, are you a booze hound? <laughs> I'm not, but the word makes me laugh. I know. Stop. It's funny. So it is. Good. Yeah, booze hound is a very funny thing to say. I'm at the point in my life, like three sips of wine, and I am trashed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you got to, honest to God, you got to use that sometime at a friend's house. I heard your dad's a booze hound. It... Booze hound. <laughs> <laughs> so my, Kristen... my favorite word you used to use all the time, Tom, was schwelin. Oh, you used to go schwelin with Jeff Bassel. Jeff Bassel and I were schwelers together. That is oh, true. God, I use that one all the time. Oh, Schwillen's a great line. So, Kristen, what's going on in the entertainment <laughs> world, sister? You know what? I just saw the breaking news, and I don't know if this resonates with other people, but I used to watch the reruns of this nonstop. But Tony Dow, who played Wally Cleaver, yeah. I believe it to be, who passed away. Tony Dow died? What? Yes. He's not very old. 77. Oh, oh. I love Tony Dow. Was he really? Amazing. Yeah, he was. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love the show because my mom used to talk about watching it when she was a kid. So I think I just thought that it was fun to watch a show that my mom loved yes. when she was younger. And my mom had this tiny little color TV in the kitchen that she would watch when we cooked. And it was always on. And it was probably on. Uh, this is really going back to, like, UHF channels. Um, that's how long ago it was. And... She would like, she's like, come and watch Leave It to Beaver with me, like, while she's like making spaghetti for dinner and things like that. But he died Tuesday morning. Geez, he was diagnosed with cancer two months ago. Oh, God. So either he was ignoring symptoms for a very long time or he had something incredibly aggressive. There so are sad. Bad actors, I'll tell you. Two oh, months, sure. though? I mean, I don't. But typically, what typically in those situations, you you have a sort of indolent kind of a cancer, which you don't you don't have symptoms that has a metastatic uh, lesion in your brain, yeah, or is, is pretty much your brain. And then it would what have happened, to hit a spinal cord, probably a spinal cord or brain. And then what happens mm -hmm. is that you know it's just growing so rapidly they can't care for. It. They try to radiate it, and then the inside There's of it rots, do, dies, yeah. bleeds, and then you the tumor in your brain, and you just that fast well gone. i know um melissa's grandpa i think from the time of diagnosis to time of death was four days <clears throat> but yeah. he was ignoring symptoms for a very long oh, time yeah. so you, you know if you know something is horribly wrong then it's not really like oh it was so sudden you know so it was paul sorvino yesterday Paul Servino died last night. Which, uh, I loved Paul Servino. I thought he was terrific. See the Goodfellas guy? Uh, he was in Goodfellas. Paulie. Goodfellas, Law and Order, Dick Tracy's fabulous in Dick Tracy. But let's not forget his best role ever, working at Gus and Grace's uh, old folks home in Where's Papa? Oh, oh, he was you in that, that was he? Show. He was the. He, oh, that was his first film. That was his first film. Was Where's Papa? Yep. Huh. And the, the greatest thing is, it's all these old people in this this rundown retirement home. It wasn't even a retirement; it was just a dump. 
And George Siegel sees if he can check his mother in there because he wants to get rid of his mother and get married. And a great thing about it is, is he wa- George Siegel walks up to Paul Servino and he goes, So, are you Gus? No, I ain't Gus. There ain't no goddamn Gus. I wish there was a Gus. I'd need his help. <laughs> oh, he was in the Rocketeer, too. Rocketeer, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Paul Servino was one of the nicest guys. He and Mary used to come on the morning show a lot. And just the nicest guy in the world. But to lose Paul Servino and Tony Dow in the same 24-hour period, it's not fair. That's all I'm saying. I know. It kind of always does seem like it. Like, it does happen in threes. Yeah. Even though they've statistically proven that it doesn't really happen that way. It just seems that way in the news, news cycle. It does. God, all those comedians. Like, what, seven comedians mm-hmm. died in a seven-month period, starting with Norm MacDonald. Really well-known comedians. Not the ones that you're like, oh, I think maybe I've right. seen their stand right. somewhere. Like, comedians that have been in the news or been in Hollywood for a very long time. I still can't believe that Gilbert Godfrey's dead. I just I, that, I can't I, I, believe that. Yeah. Or Louis. Louis Anderson. Norm Gilbert had uh, muscular dystrophy of some Bob sort. Bob Saget. Who did? Bob yeah, Saget. Bob Saget. Uh, Gilbert Godfrey. He had uh, oh. some specific form that it goes after the heart. And he had known for ages. But. One of my favorite things about Gilbert Gottfried, he used to come in studio and do the podcast with us all the time, and he would torture JB. Yes, he would. It was hilarious. Not a lot of people could get away with what he did. No, that is pretty much no, true. JB never was happy about Well, no. It. So the last time <laughs> JB... It wasn't very polite. No. no. JB was coming in. He knew that Gilbert Gottfried was already in studio. Walks in the door with a baseball bat. <laughs> I mean, not like Gilbert would have been tough to take in a fight regardless. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I think, I think that's, but... well, that was part of the humor. He was such a tiny little yeah, frail man exactly. with all this you know, trash talking all the time. The and that's part of why it was funny. You know, it's such an interesting world, isn't it? I mean, all, all of us sitting at this table, and Kristen, certainly you, that you, you spend so much time with all these people. And I didn't really think about that, that, that Andy and Alex, our son and daughter, have met... Um, what thousands of famous people now uh, by this point? Oh, I at would least guess. hundreds of at thousands, least hundreds. right? <laughs> well, hundreds, probably not. hundreds of thousands. <laughs> it probably would be. I don't thousands. know if I could name a thousand famous people to be. Well, honest. that's probably true. That's probably true. But yeah, the fact that you, well, you and Gilbert got along well, didn't you, Andy? I, I think remember. so. I, I oh, remember yeah. you. And did. he was on with he was on with Dana Gould. Dana Gould. Oh, oh yeah, that's another funny. A guy. podcast. I will never forget that. The two of them started riffing on each other. Yeah. That was the greatest. I I was my chest was sore from laughing so hard after an hour and a half of those. They, <laughs> that was, was probably was, our best episode, I think. It was unbelievable. What an experience, Tom. What an it experience was that was. God bless. I mean, I was just thinking about it again that you know uh, we had Carol Burnett on the podcast, and Catherine asked Carol mm-hmm. Burnett if she would say hello to her father Don because it was it was his birthday. That was his birthday. Yeah. it was his birthday. And that Carol was like Burnett, his 90th or something, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it was so cool because uh, hi Don, it's Carol Burnett just calling to wish you a happy birthday. It was so sweet. She's a she's a lovely person. She's a great person. She really well. She was easy to work with, wasn't she, Kristen? Um. I've only seen her like at award shows. Um, oh. I haven't, you know, but I honestly, just seeing her in the press room at the SAG Awards the year she got the Lifetime Achievement Award mm-hmm. was honestly one of those bucket list items that was yep. fantastic. I was, yep. I'm so happy to be in the presence. And she was so generous with the press. Um, and I understand, listen, you know, when you do award shows, it, it's exhausting. The whole press room is exhausting. You know, there's 100 people in the media. And she just had everyone in stitches. 
was lovely, answered every question yep. graciously, wasn't like, oh, I've been asked this again, you know, that type of situation. But she's old school. And, you know, a lot of the old school movie stars and TV stars know exactly how to handle the press. In the they do. Yep. Well, she's 89 years old, so. Is she really? Yep. 89. Holy crap. Yeah, 89. And she, yeah, she, she's written a bunch of books, and yep. yeah, she's just. It looks good. Yeah. She's done well, all sorts of stuff. Why did they go after her so hard back in the 80s? Oh, I don't know. What did she do? Remember, you remember that, Kristen? They went after her big time about about something, and she had to fight back in the press and everything. You remember that? Oh, wasn't it some sort of, uh, yeah, some sort of rumor thing that. That she was I, hard to work with. Uh, and she, uh, yeah. And I don't remember I that. She I do back. remember a lot of her personal struggles, like with her daughter, um, who had drug addiction issues. Mm. And I remember that playing out in, like, the National Enquirer. Right. That's what right. it was. We didn't understand addiction the way we understand it now. Mm-hmm. Where I think we have more compassion with pe- for people who have addiction, where before it was, like, so scandalous that Carol Burnett had a daughter who went to rehab. Oh no! You wouldn't want that. That's right. No. She's, I, she and sued the, as like she's a bad mother. That's how they would paint it. Uh, right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, she sued the National Enquirer, and I believe she won. I think she was like the first person that fought against it and won. Oh, really? Or one of the first people. Yeah. That's very cool. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Actual malice. Well, I mean, the National Enquirer. I don't even know how they're still in print. Some of the things that they print. Oh, I know. It's like they just make stuff up completely, like, obviously false. Well, wait a minute. You know, Kristen's from Mars. I I was just going to say the Inquirer is really interesting because there's always, like, a thread of truth in there. But they take that thread of truth and spin it in the opposite direction. Yeah, well, that's the media today. Yeah. So, so well, they, were the, they were on the vanguard. The yeah, vanguard yeah, of yeah, current exactly. news. Yep, they were uh, the very okay. first. And w- on Wikipedia, it says, In 1976, the leading U.S. gossip tabloid, The National Enquirer, published a brief column incorrectly implying that actress-comedian Carol Burnett had been drunk and boisterous in a nightclub encounter right. with U.S. Uh, Secretary of State Henry Kissinger. Right. Burnett, a passionate campaigner against alcoholism, sued the National Enquirer for libel Persistently over several years, ultimately settling out of court for a reported $200,000. That was all she got after 10 years. Well, 1976, it's probably a lot of money. Oh, I suppose, yeah. But at least she won. Also, uh, Henry Kissinger, he was like the guy hanging out at like Studio 54. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was like like, the biggest ladies man. I still think that that's hilarious when you go back and think about it. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. Last year, about this time when we were making plans for Key West, I met the folks from Shift Real Estate. And when I heard the shift story, it made sense to me. It made sense to my kids, and it makes sense to pretty much everybody that's heard about them. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees. How do they do it? Shift lists for a flat fee of $5,000. You work with a full-time salaried agent. They take professional photos and videos of your home, list it on the MLS, and market your home online, all for a $5,000 flat fee. Call Shift Real Estate and tell them about your home. Tell them that you heard me talking about it, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more when you list with Shift. It's the common sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com. That's Shift, the number two, Sell.com. Because life is expensive enough. And we are back with Stretch's Picks. You know, Tom, uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks. Yeah, 
And uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here, and I'm excited to tell you about a well-being and weight loss program I personally know works. It's called Continuum Weight and Well-Being. So why Continuum? Because if you're like most of their clients, you've tried countless programs and the DIY version of weight loss. If you're back at square one and just not happy with your weight, health, and how you're feeling, great news. Continuum is doing it differently. There are no meal replacements or foods you're required to purchase. They don't just focus on weight loss. They're upfront with their pricing. And most importantly, Continuum is designed for long-term success. Schedule a free consultation and find out more today. Simply go to their website, continuumweightwellbeing.com, or call them or text them at 952-491-6527. The Continuum team, Nancy, Danette, and Kelly, are looking forward to getting you healthier today. Here's a good example of why the National Enquirer can't be trusted. There's a headline on their front page. Uh, James Kahn looking for Gail he can't refuse. James Kahn died earlier this month. Yeah, he died like a week ago. So I guess maybe he's looking for uh, looking for women up in heaven. But <laughs> yeah, I went depressed too early. This is why Prince is dead because literally people die before they can get it out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't the National Enquirer when, when they had oh two hundred pound baby born in <laughs> Massachusetts? Yeah. It's oh, like, yeah. What? There was two other like there was like the National Enquirer was the real celeb focus, but then there was the one that always focused in on the UFOs and yes. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Like Elizabeth Taylor had an alien baby. Oh God. yep, God. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? There were there were. Three I know what you're talking about, but <laughs> and they don't exist. The Inquirer still exists, though. They do. What yeah. was that? The yeah. star? The star does, is gone. No, the star is around, but Star Star Magazine transitioned to celeb. There was like National Inquirer and National something. BS. National BS. There were other yeah, like exactly. super like bottom of the barrel tabloids. There was a National Examiner. Oh, no. yeah. Is that it? I don't think so. <clears throat> I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. What, has there ever been a newspaper that did tell the truth? That's what I want to know. Maybe has that a ever long happened? time ago. <laughs> Maybe once. Yeah. A long time Maybe. ago in a galaxy Maybe. far, far away. Associated Press, you're just getting facts. Honest to God, Kristen, I have had stuff printed about me in newspapers and on television stations, and I called them and said, that never happened. And they, they literally replied, yeah, so what? Yeah, you can't do anything about it. They just don't care. They do not care that they lie about you constantly to make you look even or either better or worse. Yep. In my case, it was always worse, of course. Shock of the century. But, yeah, they knew they were lying, and they didn't care. They just didn't care that they would besmirch someone and hurt someone. Uh, they don't care. Besmirch. 
Besmirch, I say. <laughs> oh, you're probably thinking of Weekly World News. Oh, there you go. That was really bad. Yeah, Mother Each Child. Yeah. That was yeah. One of the... yeah, that was a really bad newspaper. There were some really good ones back in the day. And my grandmother used to buy them. So oh. I would love it because I'd go over to her house and I'd be like, oh, they're in the bathroom. I'm going to go and read them. <laughs> Indeed. Now, Kristen, uh, the family has to ask you for a favor because Catherine and Andy and Alex and I, the four of us, uh, want to go to a concert. Uh, we're going to go see Springsteen, so we need to borrow $20,000 from you. Is that okay? $20,000? How much? Five grand a ticket. What? Well, I Five guess when your audience is retirees, then they have all the money in the <laughs> world. Adele's tickets are going for just as much for her Vegas residency, too. Oh, I, I mean, it's... And then, you know, and what happens, too, is that all of these scalpers get a hold of them, and then... Yeah. right. They sell them on, you know, and that's what you, you're either going to pay the $5,000 or you're not going to see Adele or you're nope. not going to see Springsteen. God, it's totally up to you. Grand. I would go see Springsteen if Courtney Cox was there, too. Yeah, oh, there yes. Doing a little dance in the dark. Doing a dance in the or dark. Right little right. pixie cut. Yeah. But can you believe that? Did you? I never thought I would see a ticket. I remember when I saw the first $100 ticket to attend a concert back when it I was working at Capitol Life. It doesn't surprise me because even if you go to look, look at Broadway, pre-pandemic especially, when Hamilton was like the hottest thing on Broadway, you could get a ticket for $10,000 if you wanted front oh, row because God. that's what everyone wanted to see. I cannot think of a show or person that I would pay $5,000 to see. Not I'd a much chance. much rather go on a trip than <clears throat> yeah, buy really. front row tickets to see somebody. I want to be in Europe yeah. and... Absolutely. Eating good food, drinking Yeah, good you could wine. do so much with $5,000. Oh, that reminds me. I called Bill Skip to see. I, I want to buy euros. Milski. Lindsay brought that up at dinner the other night. The euro is... Go to the, the airport. Is, They'll exchange your money for you. I guess you can call a banker, and it's like you don't have to pay all those huge fees. There's because the euro yeah. is, I think, less than Actually, a dollar right now. The best exchange rate is to use your credit card. If you're using your credit card there, the exchange yeah. rate goes no, as a whole. No, but I want to buy it now at this price. So yeah, if and when I ever get to go to Europe again... <laughs> oh, God, here we Europe. go. I mean, to be honest, the euro is probably going to keep falling because Europe is not in a good place right now. No, they're not. I know, but it's usually been it's time for almost two Europe, for though. one for the U.S. dollar. So Yeah, it sure it's was. was. It used to be. It was two, yeah, two, two to one Euros USD. Two to a dollar but for a long time. When was time. that? Not too long oh, ago. Oh, I don't ever remember that. Not long ago, almost, no. Almost, like dollar two eighty. Dollar oh, I remember 80. the, the yeah, Swiss dollar eighty when I went, I want to say, in the fall wow. of 2019. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. It's gotten yeah. up there Let's before. Let's look at the exchange rate here. I've never understood how, since we are the basically the monetary clearinghouse of the, the world, Europe, the planet. Yeah. why the euro was always valued higher than the dollar. I mean, the value of a currency doesn't actually really mean that much. It does when you're traveling. Well, but I mean, like, so yeah. a yen has always been worth about a cent, but I mean, one yen doesn't get you anything. No. Tokyo is one of the most expensive places in the world, so even though their currency is extremely worthless, if you need, you know, if it's worth one one-hundredth of your currency, but you need a thousand of it to get anything, then... No, I'm just talking about the exchange rate. It's like if there's a good exchange rate on something somewhere you might want to go someday, it's not a bad idea to buy it when it's low. Right? Well, but if, no. the, if the place is getting expensive, it's all about the purchase power. Like, is the yeah, purchase power right. actually right. being affected? So if you, if you, buy, if you buy a can of peanuts here and it's 50 cents, and you buy a can of peanuts there, and it's even with a bad exchange rate, it's 40 cents, well, uh, the exchange rate is meaningless. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's true with the value the of what you're buying. The exchange rate has never – the exchange rate mostly matters for investors. 
Like if you're going to buy a bunch of euros, sit on it for 10 years, and then sell them back, once it goes back up to a buck fifty or whatever, that's what it matters. But huh. I still think I'm buying some. Yeah, but you, you buy that with your crypto. Here's your crypto. I don't have enough crypto to make any difference. Cryptocurrency. Yeah. That's all I know. Um, God, I was going to ask Kristen about a TV show, and now I forgot what the name of it was. <clears throat> the hell. Um, oh, what's so it? Did you watch The Bear this week? We watched oh, a, no. one episode. And that's the hardest episode. Oh, it was really annoying, I have to say. The rest of it's really good. I hear that it's not as frenetic in the next few episodes. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, was it, it was very annoying. It was really. Questions you have to understand like, wh- where his mindset is, and then it leads you into the rest of it. And, where, and, what, and what, where, what's it on? I mean, what what What's service? it streaming on? What um, service is it on? That's a good Ooh. question. It's it's, oh, Hulu. it's oh, FX Hulu. originally, so if you have cable, you can watch it on FX. It's already aired, so it's will be on demand at that point. But it's Hulu now. It's funny when I was a kid, if you had cable meant if you had if you could afford it, <laughs> and now it's if you still want it. Yeah, yeah, if right. You still, if you haven't cut the cord and have FX, yep, exactly. <laughs> if you haven't abandoned it. this uh, technology that was all the rage twenty years ago, <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. I was talking yesterday in a segment uh, because. TBS canceled Samantha Bee's Full Frontal. Yes, they did. You know, and late night shows are in complete chaos oh, right now. Oh, they're tanking huge. Yeah, you've got Conan off the air late night. You've got now Samantha Bee off the air late night. You've got James Corden going off the air late night. And CBS is looking at doing a panel show instead of an interview show in that in its place. And but I sit there and I think, well, who has cable anymore? People aren't around to go, hey, I'm going to go and catch Fallon or Kimmel or whomever you want to watch in the late night space, everyone's on streaming. It's not a destination show anymore. Well, not to mention a lot of these late night hosts, they're making content specifically to be clipped and put on YouTube. Yeah, they are. You're right. So it's like most of the show is just filler and you can just go on YouTube to watch it anytime you want. So why watch the show? Why didn't they somehow live stream it to a Hulu service or something? I, think-, I think that's probably coming soon. I think we'll start seeing that happening. It's like why I think mo- more award shows are going to wind up on streaming. Everything's just going to start migrating over there. And we're going to see it this fall with Dancing with the Stars moving over to Disney+. Plus. This will be the wow. first reality competition show to go over to Disney+. Plus. It's no longer on ABC. Mm. And I guarantee you American Idol or Bachelor, if this is a success, will follow. Well, I don't know what the downside would be. I don't either. If you can't watch well, it the downside, you don't have regular TV. The downside is that the, the, the networks don't make as much money, so they don't give you exclusivity contracts and that kind of thing. But they'll probably still have ads on their content. Yeah, but this I mean it's... going to create an ad-based yeah. uh, subscription. And the, the problem is you have a show like Dance with the Stars is no longer viable on ABC. They cannot make enough revenue to offset the production oh. costs because music clearance rights are expensive. Yeah. So they're moving it behind a paywall where they can make money off of it. But creating a paywall, as we know, is exclusive because some people can't afford to keep on adding subscriptions to mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Right. So it becomes an exclusive show or people are just going to watch it for you know two months and then get rid of their Disney Plus. But Disney Plus is hoping that you'll stick around for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting that because if it's not on free TV, or in essence free TV, where you buy the TV, put your antenna up, you get free TV, mm-hmm. and, which has always been there, 
and now it's behind a paywall, are people going to start clamoring and say, well, it's a right to have this entertainment because we always had it free. The FCC provided for free because that was the idea. You provide free information, free entertainment to people. If that is going to go away, is the FCC going to move in and say, hey, some of this stuff has to be free if you want to keep – boy, that's going to be an interesting transition. So. Yeah. Very, because Hollywood if, has so much money and power that's – no. I don't, I don't think that I don't, Well, I don't know. Can I ask you guys a question, particularly you, Kristen, all right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Saturday Night Live and the nighttime talk shows are not funny in the least anymore. Nope. And they wonder why. They're not funny. They're all political, especially that puke Jimmy Kimmel. God, does he suck. Oh, he turned into a disappointment. <clears throat> oh, he was very, he's, he's just very, very bland. Yeah, yeah, he's very bland, and he's got every snarky opinion about politics mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. But, I mean, those nighttime talk shows are dreadfully bad, and Saturday Night Live has, it's the worst. It's, Saturday I have not Night Live has been bad for 30 years. I don't know about third. Chris, the Chris Farley <laughs> years were probably the best years of that show. Uh, I don't know. I think, the, I think the John Belushi years. years. Eddie Murphy years. Yeah. yeah Eddie I, Murphy I, was good, that. too. Yeah, no, that's generational. I, it is generational. It yeah. is generational. But they wonder why nobody watches TV anymore. Well, there's nothing on to watch. All the good stuff is on streaming now. The stuff that is on TV is streaming. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to tune in. They're not going to watch. The nightly news, you can kiss it goodbye. Especially the local 5, 6, and 10 o'clock news, goodbye. It's going away. I don't away. think it's going to be on as often, but I and I think we've mentioned this before, but Roku has picked up all of the na- uh, local news programs. Yes, they have. In major cities. So I actually think it's interesting because sometimes if there's a major event, let's just say it's happening in Chicago, I can go to my Roku, pick up the local news, and get that local coverage all to right. find out yeah. actually happening. I, I found that interesting during the Black Lives Matter situation. CBS had their app with all of the major cities. And I was able to go and see what the local coverage was. And oh, yeah. That was fascinating to me just to see how every city was handling it at the time. What do you think, Kristen, is going to happen with radio, television, and newspapers? I mean, none of it's looking very good. No, it's not. Hey. I, mean, I, I shouldn't even joke because, you know, it's part of my, my work and income. Right, right. Um, but it's, it's, it's a constant adjustment. And I will tell you, for someone... On my level, it's a constant adjustment to I have to write, produce, I need to know how to edit, I need, you know, I need to be able to do all these things. I need to be a talking head, I need to be a TV host, I need to be a reporter, I need to be all of these things at once, where if you went back even, say, 10, 15 years, you would have an editor, a producer, a reporter, a TV host, Mm -hmm. an anchor, like everyone had different and specific roles, and now they're just all morphed into one. Oh, you should be a social media specialist, too, by the way. Yeah. About that part. What's going to be the straw that breaks the camel's back for, uh, you know, network TV or free TV, broadcast TV? All the boomers die off? Probably. Yeah, probably. probably. That's probably too. Yeah. It is a generational thing. And mm-hmm. we know that, that people, you know, under 40 certainly aren't watching local news. And if you look at broadcast TV, just in terms of scripted shows, I think a lot of that skews over 60. Well, yeah, I, absolutely. Well, I bailed on it twenty years ago. I mean, I haven't watched. Yeah. I don't. I haven't watched broadcast TV. Oh, I don't even forever. know. The last. I think when Frasier went off the air, I stopped TV. caring. When Frasier went off the <laughs> yeah. air, what was that? That's the last show I really cared about. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, I will tell you what. <laughs> newspapers, you can forget. Nobody True. reads a newspaper anymore. No. It just doesn't happen. Uh, and I, I, I kind of looked over some some markets across the country. Those numbers under 40 years old, I 
I find very, very <laughs> suspicious. Andy, do you know anybody your age or younger that listens to the radio? Uh, I mean, we listen to the radio because Sue is Ethan. Ethan. Yeah, but you but also, your father's in the business, so that would help, too. By the way, thank you, Andy. Yeah, I podcasts. podcasts for me are... That's pretty much all anyone listens to these days, yeah. yeah. Or they yeah. go on YouTube, or they'll go on Twitch, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's, you, yeah, you get your news elsewhere. It's just it's broadcast, you, you just don't listen to it. I mean, I, my my kids don't. They don't listen to nope. stuff, they, you know, they, they just... They don't watch broad. They don't watch broadcast TV. No. Well, the thing about getting um, news from that sort of format is that I don't know. So what they'll do is that they'll say that someone said something, and they'll play like a five-second clip out of context. It's faster and more accurate for me to go find the transcript of what that person actually said, read it for myself on the internet. I'm more informed, and it's more efficient. So. Why would I go for a format that's lying to me and slow? Yeah, well, yeah it just doesn't there. make any sense. That, that, when I when I got sworn in, and you know, you actually see you're actually at the spot, and then you see the news come, and just butcher up and make it to their narrative. It's like I I lost all faith in the media completely. Yep. One of the first things that I uh, I saw it was a long time it was probably god 20 years ago 15 years ago something like that i think it was fox news actually um they were talking about crime in the inner city and one of them was interviewing some like eight-year-old black kid and they played a clip of him saying i'm gonna get me a gun and they're like oh that's horrible i can't believe it's but then you find out that the whole clip went like this he says i'm gonna get me a gun the reporter says, why? And he says, I'm going to be the police. Totally Ooh. different from what the news played. Yeah, see, that's the the news believe made it. it sound like he just wanted to get a gun and become a gang member. Yeah. But he wanted you know, to be a favorite, cop. Um, my God. favorite situation that happened to me, my father sent me a photo. And it was from Fox News. I don't, listen, this happens on every... Yeah, it doesn't true. matter who This happens across the board. Mm-hmm. But um, he sent me a photo and he goes, look at what Los Angeles has become. And there were some tents... And, it, you know, obviously it was referring to the homeless situation. And I took the photo and I did a revert, Google reverse image search. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it was Paris. It wasn't even Los Angeles. Oh, that, happened, that happens <laughs> all the time. Yes, it does. I thought, that doesn't look like Los Angeles. I've lived in this city long enough. And I'm like, it just doesn't look like our landscape. And it wasn't even in this country. And I said to my dad, I'm like, that is Paris. Was it the Eiffel Tower that gave it away? (laughs) Wait a minute. We don't have one of those. You know, one of the things about watching chases, and I don't don't want to get on chases again. But one of the things about watching chases, when they apprehend the people at the end of a chase, they, you know, everybody says, oh, black people are treated. Oh, my God, they're in such great danger. You cannot imagine how good the L.A. police are at carefully handling these people. Black, white, Asian, Mexican. There you no go. one is beat up. No one is hurt. Well, if you run and they tackle you, you're going to get skinned up a little bit. Yeah. Right. But there's no, they don't release the dog. None of that sort of stuff. It is the most calm, relaxed thing you can imagine. Huh. It is a fascinating thing to see. So really, this idea about police being rough on, on minorities or anybody... Is completely false. Really completely does false. not happen very often. We have no, a couple yeah. quick questions from the audience before right. we must leave. Indeed. Uh, Wendy wants to know how long you think, you being Kristen, will it be before 
streaming becomes a la carte rather than packaged, if that will ever happen. Mm. I, I think we're reaching a breaking point soon. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to happen within the next, like, say, six months or a year. But I think we are reaching a point where people did it with cable, where you're thinking, why am I spending Absolutely, yeah. $50 a month? But we are at a point where I think some of these streaming networks are going to have to merge. Um, you take yes. a look at something like Hulu. Hulu's owned by Disney now. And you have to kind of look at this and think, is it going to somehow fold into Disney Plus because people don't want to have Hulu and Disney Plus as two separate or, or even a bundled package? They might just merge into one network. I think we're going to see that at some point. And then they'll just double the price. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the so, thing. You have to wait. You have to make money. <laughs> and then uh, one of our listeners wants to know if there's going to be another season of Peacemaker. Ooh, good question. I haven't heard yet if they're picking up another season. Hey, quick googly woogly. Yeah, I can look. I can try looking. Will there be a season two? Deadline confirmed in February. The follow-up season in February 2022. So I guess yes. Yeah, it looks like it's happening. Yeah. Oh well, there you go. Day of deadline confirmed it. Yep. Follow-up season is a weird way to word it, but yeah. Yes, season two. Follow up to the season one. Yeah, I guess (laughs) that tracks. Peacemaker. James Gunn. Peacemaker. Created by James Gunn. It's got John Cena and a bunch of people. That's pretty good. I like James Gunn. That sounds good. All right, we do have to get the hell out. Yeah, yeah, it's a superhero thing. Well, it's not, no wonder I don't know. I've never you heard like of it. You're like, you don't like DC, do you? <laughs> Tom likes to be the only superhero in the room. Boy, yeah. look at the time. <laughs> first to wrap it up, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, before I take another shot right to the chest. Kristen, Officer Dave, thank you. We'll talk to you later. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Thank thank you. See you later. Talk to you tomorrow. Y'all.